Welcome everyone to the new 1001 History Challenge. This is your 1001 Stories Network host, John Hagedorn. And we're going to pose a few questions up front first to see how much you know about the phrase, Beware the Ides of March, and then answer them all in the story to follow. Are you up for the challenge? What are the Ides of March? From what event did this phrase come? What famous playwright actually crafted the phrase, Beware the Ides of March. And two bonus questions, the first being, how did the month of March get its name? Which will be answered in the story. And the second question, what, at least according to some, were Caesar's last words? And that one will be answered at the end of this episode. We'll give you the whole story right after this sponsor message. And now we return to our show. We can thank the Romans for a number of things that are near and dear to us in our daily lives. Our English language, the days of the week, and the months of the year, including March. The Ides of March refers to the middle of the month of March, March 15th to be exact. And March comes from Martius, the first month of the early Roman calendar. And it got its name from Mars, the Roman god of war. The Romans had lots of gods prior to their conversion to Christianity in 313 A.D. under the rule of Emperor Constantine, who issued the Edict of Milan, which established the path for Christianity throughout the Roman Empire. By the year 44 B.C., Julius Caesar had pretty much become the dictator of Rome, which had been set up originally to be a democratic republic, and his quest for power had left a number of senators angry enough to plot his demise, which they did. Caesar was stabbed to death at a meeting of the Senate. As many as 60 conspirators, led by Brutus and Cassius, were involved. According to the Greek philosopher Plutarch, a seer had warned that harm would come to Caesar no later than the Ides of March. As legend has it, on his way to the theater of Pompeii, where he would be assassinated, Caesar passed that seer and joked, Well, the Ides of March are come, implying that the prophecy had not been fulfilled, to which the seer replied, Aye, Caesar, come, but not yet gone. This legendary meeting is famously dramatized in William Shakespeare's play, Julius Caesar, when Caesar is warned by the soothsayer to beware the Ides of March. The Roman biographer Suetonius identifies the seer as a haruspex named Spurina. Talk about reading the tea leaves. Spurina earned his fame and notoriety by reading the entrails of sacrificed animals in order to predict the future. We'll answer that second bonus question. What, according to legend, were Caesar's last words? Right after this sponsor message. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Brutus was Caesar's closest friend, which led Caesar to say, as Brutus's knife plunged into his back, A too, Brute? Meaning, you too, Brutus? Words which were Caesar's last words, at least according to Shakespeare, as presented in his play, Julius Caesar. Thanks for joining us at the 1001 History Challenge. Are you up for the challenge? Tune in to 1001 History Challenge every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. This is your host, John Hagedorn, and we'll see you then.
Ohio. Ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.